0: Welcome to Minute 5 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, When Harry Met Sally, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me to finish off Week 1 of this uh, new season is Jay Cluett. Of so many different things, I'm not even going to mention what they're from. He's mentioned them all week. I've mentioned them all week. You can find Jay Cluett. There probably aren't that many Jay Cluetts out there. So welcome back to the show, Jay. There is uh, exactly one Jake Lewitt or Jason Kluet, in in the world.
1: Seriously, the only one. Yes, uh, the only Cluets that exist, as far as I'm aware, are my family.
0: Have you Googled um, yourself just to see if there's any of other Jake Kluets uh,
1: My my, uh, my aforementioned grandfather uh, did a family tree, and uh, our surname was changed a few de- a few centuries ago, uh, so it used to have an e where the i is. Uh, so the actual the Cluet with an i branch is is quite small. So I ah, it.
0: so you're saying if you only if you check it on uh, with with spelling it the way you spell it? Yes, yes, yes. There are actually there's several ways to spell Kluet, which
1: it's not a, that common of a surname, but you have with a, 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 an e or an i or an e w. Anyway, this isn't. No one cares about this. Uh, but I'm literally I'm literally Jason Kluet. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm, I'm killing off the family name uh, in my generation. But there are cousins and whatnot who are doing it. Uh They can carry on.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, minute five begins with uh, Harry and Amanda saying their goodbyes once again and ends with silence in the car. So, yesterday we we ended things with uh, Sally getting a little bit of annoyed with the fact that Amanda and Harry are still kissing and refuse to say goodbye to one another. And she accidentally, or on purpose, honks hmm. uh, the horn and then smiles at them uh, in a very strange, uh, actually, you know what, maybe even looks like a uh, a Joker-type smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Meg Ryan is a Joker, I can see that
1: very well. <laughs> uh, I, I can see Dennis Quaid being a Joker more than Meg Ryan. Uh, but, yeah. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes. But that's just because you hate him.
1: But you're supposed to like the I, Joker. He has an evil <laughs> face. That's not my fault.
0: Uh huh. Um, if you say so, <laughs> you just haven't seen enough Dennis Quaid movies. He, there's, there are movies you can see him in that you will not see that he has an evil face. I refuse. Uh, I've seen
1: the day after tomorrow. He's supposed to be good guy now. He still seems evil to me. Well, try and watch the
0: rookie. Uh, you're probably not a baseball fan. That's the thing. I'm not yeah. a sport fan. No, I know you're not a sports fan. I'm not a sports fan <laughs> either. But if I if I have to watch something about sports, I'll watch baseball. You know, that's what comes down. to. You know, but uh, yeah. So this minute continues with uh, Sally uh, deciding to actually apologize for what she just did. <laughs> you know, she does the, gives us the Joker smile and then says, eh, "Sorry." <laughs> and then the you know Harry like shrugs his shoulders, looks at Amanda. She she smirks at him and goes, and he says, "I miss you already. I miss you. Hmm. I miss you already. <laughs> bye, bye." And then the music begins to play again, you know. And they, he gets in the car, and uh, they start driving out. Now, this is something that I never would have noticed because I've never been to the University of Chicago. But a friend of mine constantly tells me every single time I mention to him that I'm that I'm going to be doing this show, you know, that I've told him this over the last few months. Says you got to talk about the University of Chicago, and I'm like, his name is, is 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 Daniel, right? So I'm like, Danny, what are we talking about? He goes. You got to talk about the fact that they go the wrong direction when they leave. So I had to actually look it up, and obviously he is correct. the The car <laughs> turns in the wrong direction. <laughs> it, so, what, are they driving into the university rather than out of it? No, they're not driving the way that they would drive if they were going to New York. They're oh, leaving. The, first of all, first of all, they're okay. in an area apparently where you can't have a car. That's the first. First step. Maybe in 1977 you were able to, but, you know, uh, from what I understand, this is not an area where you can really drive through. Okay, so I did a lot of, of searching, and, you know, in in uh, on the IMDb, in the goof section, it does mention this. Okay, it says that they should be driving on Lakeshore Drive, heading to the south. But instead, they're driving towards downtown Chicago to the north. So... You know, I guess they they make a, a right instead of a left, or a left instead of a right, because you can't really tell which direction the car is going. But apparently, leaving from that uh, entrance takes you to the wrong side of Chicago, where you know you're not going in the right direction to to leave Chicago.
1: See, so I I always like to assume that what happens in a film is correct uh, within the world of the film. So I either do... oh, they... so it's
0: a uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a it's a a parallel universe where yeah. I think Real, every, every film world. is
1: in a parallel universe, is, is in my opinion. So even, even films based on fact are still in this world. That's how it is. Uh, like in, in in Deep Blue Sea, there's a newspaper headline from November uh, because like Mika Hakkinen won the Formula One racing in in November, and so it, the whole of Deep Blue Sea takes place in November, so it'll be very cold everywhere. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so in this world. Turning this direction means they get to New York, or they need to uh, swing pa- swing past downtown Chicago to pick up something, right? Uh, and then they'll turn around to New York.
0: Okay, uh, there is something to, to, to that. Be- it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. That, that's that's an interesting, interesting. It's an interesting take that that whenever you watch a movie, you have to assume that this is. So you're saying there are no goofs in movies ever? Uh, well, if you have like from scene to scene, if they if
1: clearly like in uh Temple of Doom. Uh, In one scene, Indy's wearing a a sash one direction, then in the next scene, it's in the other direction, then back in the scene, that's probably a kind of a goof. And in why would that be a
0: goof? Maybe he has a magical sash.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm saying, but that that is more likely to be a goof than this. And in Connor, Ving Rhames is wearing his hat forward, then backwards, then forward, then backwards in one scene. So yes, it could be between the cuts, he's rotating his hat around. It's more likely that he's not, and it's just some kind of costume department (laughs) screw up. Continuity error. <laughs> How is that possible? How is that possible? Uh, yeah. I, said, I, I don't consider them to be goofs, but there are continuity errors. Ah, okay. Okay. The, the script sense. supervisor wasn't
0: paying attention that day. Apparently. Then they should have fired them. <laughs> well, that's a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, actually it gives them more, more hits on IMDb because people go to look at the goofs. There you go. There we go. I, I wonder if there are movies where they put in goofs on purpose to see if people will actually catch them when they're going to do a movies by minute podcast, you know, uh, decades from now. Uh, maybe, maybe. I
1: hope so.
0: They're like, we're going to screw them up. <laughs> we're going to see if they catch this.
1: We're, we're going to put that there's twelve terrorists
0: on the poster. There's actually thirteen. Ah. There you go. There you go. And that was I was thinking from *Police and Zombies*. They're gonna they're gonna say that the. You know, that 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 the plane is leaving from one airport, but it's really we're gonna film it in another airport. You know.
1: <laughs> I think I think that's that's
0: most airport scenes. <laughs> that's the case with Connor. Exactly. So, you know, first of all, we see Amanda as the car is driving away. She has this like really it's 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 a distant shot, but she looks really sad. Watching him leave, and then she like leans forward and starts waving as they drive away. And neither Harry nor Sally really cares. <laughs> you know, they just continue driving. They've moved on. They've yeah. moved on. Yes, in many ways, than than not. <laughs> in the way that they're all moving forward. And things. So basically, the, they leave and they start driving, and uh, you know, Sally starts talking to Harry. And she pretty much does most of the talking this entire minute. But the first thing is, that you can see a shot uh, behind them, and of all the contents of the car. Did Did you notice anything there? Uh, there's some kind of a, a kind of stuffed toy. I couldn't
1: work out what the animal was behind Sally. That's a teddy bear. It is it? Okay. Yes. Uh, looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at the a, a weird angle, but other than that, I couldn't quite make it's like a a, a blanket folded
0: up and. It's... That's right. There's a blanket folded up. There's what Blanks. looks like a a large sleeping bag, maybe. Yes. Behind, um, behind right Harry. Right behind yeah. Harry. Okay. But
1: nothing really jumped out at me as being like, what the hell is this doing in here? There's no no one's walking past Correct. carrying a trombone.
0: No, for sure not. For sure not. But it goes back to what we were starting to talk about yesterday. Okay, first of all, we can see Harry's duffel bag, which is mm-hmm. pretty much open. you know yesterday it looked as if it was closed when he was putting it in so that might be one of those continuity errors that we're talking about but but maybe not maybe it just doesn't have a very strong drawstring you know that that is possible also um you know yesterday we saw him put the uh the baseball he put a baseball bat in he put the the duffel bag and he had like another little bag with him that that looks like maybe a laundry bag that that he put in there you know we can't really see it you can't see it here you know, I'm talking about what we saw yesterday. So we were talking yesterday about the fact that the that the, the the trunk is on the roof. Okay, so you know the two of them are now leaving Chicago. You know, we we never find out where they're from. You know, where they grew up or anything like that. Um, and they're moving to New York. And this, so basically, you would think that they are leaving Chicago, going to New York with all of their worldly possessions.
1: I th- I would think they're leaving Chicago with all of the university possessions everything they're taking with them from there
0: no but anything that's important to them you know even if they were even if one of them was living in chicago or living somewhere else doesn't matter i mean when when you leave your parents house to go to university you're going to take anything that's important to you that you're going to move on with in life i don't know i think you're going to take the things you need for university and
1: but you like when i went to university i moved out a lot of my stuff stayed with my parents and then when i i I but then you move university. back into your
0: parents' house afterwards.
1: Only for like a, a, a month. Oh, okay. pre- until my job started. Uh, whereas Harry and Sally, they seem to be going to a job straight from university. Yes. It would seem. So yes. most, I think most people would go back home uh, until they have a job somewhere. If they can. Uh, so my assumption would be that, yes, they're heading to New York with the stuff that they have. At, at university but then there will be a separate trip that we don't see that would involve getting any of their stuff from their parents house to to new
0: york okay well Sa- sally's car is packed let's put it that way the car is packed at this point yes you know it's not it's not as if there's there's nothing in the car you know she no, has no, a teddy bear she has a blanket she has a duffel bag she has a, a steamer trunk you know my assumption is is that this is pretty much all of sally's possessions uh, you know, it's yeah, a lot it's a lot yeah, we're not okay. just talking about i mean uh, most people have uh i guess when they're in university college they're going to have uh somewhere in between the amount of things that harry has and the amount of things that sally has so you know? maybe sally uh lives in chicago
1: maybe she's from chicago maybe this so she went to her us. parents
0: house and and took everything from there that could be
1: maybe maybe and whereas harry isn't he, he, he lives was, in New York. <laughs> he lives in New York. Yeah, he's just taking back his, 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 he's going back to his parents' house. He's got a bag full of washing. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> now, I just find it really funny. This is, we we see the, we saw the baseball bat yesterday. So, Rob Reiner films, many of them have baseball bats in them. You know, Stand By Me, they play baseball, you know, with the, with the mailboxes. A few good men. Uh, the baseball bat is a very important uh, prop. In finding yeah, the, yeah. you know, in dealing with the climax of the movie,
1: in in misery, she breaks his ankles with a baseball. Ball. Oh no, wait, that's a different thing. That's a hammer. Uh, no,
0: she uses a sledgehammer. <laughs> sledgehammer. Yes. Yeah, a baseball bat. Sledgehammer. In the book, in the book, in the she uses buying, an axe. Can't <laughs> <laughs> have that so, going again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was close. It was close. <laughs> Um, I couldn't think of any other examples right now, but uh, you know the fact I that mean, there are there's three examples. Be
1: something baseball related in the kids' bedroom in Princess Bride. In Prince yeah, Savage oh, there room. definitely is. There definitely is. Yeah. You
0: know, I, we we know that Rob Reiner is a baseball fan. You know, I actually have a picture on my website of of uh, Rob Reiner, I think throwing uh, the first pitch at some baseball game or something like that.
1: And you know, we years and years so, ago, I did.
0: Uh, I did Meathead March. You know, it was literally years ago, where where I reviewed every one of his films and had other people review his films also. Uh, and we so we talked earlier this week about Billy Crystal being a baseball fan. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So so I wonder which of them said, oh, well, you know, obviously Harry has a baseball bat.
1: Yeah. I liked that they, they said it in unison. They were in a conversation about, oh, Billy, uh, Harry could do this,
0: this, this, and that. He could be a baseball fan. They had it said at the same time. There you go. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, But it also shows how organized Sally is by what she has in the car and also the way that she starts talking. You know, she goes, I have it all figured out. It's an 18-hour trip, which breaks down into six shifts of three hours each. Or alternatively, we can break it down by mileage. There's a map on the visor that I've marked to show the locations where we can change shifts. So, you know, first of all, she's rambling. (laughs) with the way that she's talking she makes a lot of sense you know being an organized person you know it makes sense uh i i i can empathize with what she's saying the way that uh you know that she i'm not this planned out but i still do like to plan things out you know i wouldn't say okay it's 18 hours i'll break it down to three you know in shifts of six and stuff like that but i would still know that it's an 18 hour trip now first of all anyone who's from the midwest knows that it is not an 18 hour trip from chicago to new york (laughs) it's Obviously, it all depends on how fast you're driving, but it's probably closer to like 13 hours. Um, Okay. And, you know, I'm assuming their plan is to drive through the night. You know, it's not – they're not planning on stopping anywhere. You know, Harry has other plans that we'll discuss in a few weeks from now, but the idea in general is that they're going to be just driving through the night. I mean, we, we have no idea what time of day this is. This could be morning. This could be afternoon. My assumption is it makes the most sense that this should be morning. You know, because if you want to try to, you know, get as much driving in during the daylight, yeah. even in the summer, you know, you want to leave as early as possible. But there's no way of knowing. this, just uh, pure congestion, you know, uh, just guessing. No no way of knowing that at all. <laughs> um, and so I, I just love the fact that while she's talking, he just completely ignores her. You know, he, he yeah, just...
1: I, I think he's still listening, but also... They're going to be in the car for 18 hours. Yeah. If he has to ask her to say it again, if they've got time.
0: Yeah, that's true. But that would just be more annoying for her. He is listening to what she's saying, but she he doesn't really care. You know, he's very apathetic at this point. Yeah. You know, he's hes hungry. That sort of comes out. I mean, if she
1: wants to stop driving and him to take over, she'll let him know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, obviously, they're both driving and neither of them is wearing a seatbelt at this point. Even, yeah. even Sally is not wearing a seatbelt, which you know, is, is a little something I wouldn't expect of her. But, yeah. That is surprising. Yeah. But, uh, that, that's Sally for you. And he like, he just like climbs into the bag and like, we see his butt like full screen. Shoves it in her <laughs> face. <Yeah. laughs> Completely. And like, as she's talking, you know, it, it, it throws her off a little bit. You know, she's, she's very confident about everything that's going on and stuff like that. Um, but you know, when, when, uh, you know when when he mentions the fact that she, you know when she mentions when she's talking about that she has a um, she has a map that he can look at. Okay, she actually stutters and says the same thing twice, which which I just found really funny because she you can see on her face also that she's just a little bit taken aback by the fact that you know that he's just do, does the
1: yeah, this is immediately not going how she thought it was going to go. Yeah, for sure. Which I, I'm surprised that they didn't meet before the journey. Sally strikes me as somebody who would want to meet somebody she's going to travel with for. No, but hours.
0: she's she's Flyers trying to. And, she's a happy-go-lucky person, so I don't think it really matters to her. She just thinks that she can get along with anybody. I wouldn't describe her as happy-go-lucky. She acts that way though. Whether she is or isn't is a different story, but she acts that way. Okay. Fair. You know she's uh, she. She wants to get to she she needs to get to New York and the best bet for her is okay why don't I you know split the the cost of gas with somebody I'm taking my car you know split the well, driving so she this, put up a, post, a she probably put she probably put up a you know like like a memo or something like that somewhere around there and then her friend Amanda saw it and said hey my boyfriend Harry's got to get there so uh, you know obviously you know we're 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 going to be getting married so you know I don't mind if he spends you know "Quote unquote," well, let's say eighteen hours because in this, in the world of Harry and Sally, it takes eighteen hours. Okay, I'll go with I'll go with your theme here, Jay. Thank you. That uh, you know they actually takes takes longer because they're going via downtown as opposed to going via. That's that's
1: why it takes eighteen hours. (laughs) They need
0: to go downtown, sit sit in traffic for three hours. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Sally Sally decides that the way that she's going to go is she wants to you know not take tolls. You know, not go through toll roads and stuff like that. I did that when I was in America in the States. I I drove an extra half hour places when I went to go visit Nick. I drove an extra half hour in order to not have to pay for tolls (laughs) because I wasn't in a rush. It didn't really make a difference. And if I can save, I think it was like $30 for tolls or something like that, some crazy amount. I was like, all right, I'd rather, the gas will not cost me that much to go out of the way. You can save a dollar a minute something like that yeah who knows spend a minute but yeah (laughs) exactly and you know and i love the fact that she mentions that that we can split this up by mileage i don't know how that works
1: (laughs) i mean they work out how how, how many miles it is from
0: chicago to new york i don't know they just split that in half and then do half of that each no but but you have to i'm assuming let's put it this way i i once drove from new york to detroit where, where I grew up with my stepfather, just the two of us drove and we stopped every two and a half hours to switch drivers and to fill up our gas. Okay. Right. That was the whole plan. Okay. And it wasn't exactly two and a half hours. It was, you know, the next rest stop that we came to, yeah. you know, but, yeah. but like the way she's saying by splitting up my mileage, let's say, okay, we'll each drive uh, let, let's say it's 600 miles. I don't, I don't remember exactly the, or actually it's probably a little more. Cause I think Detroit to, to New York was about 600 miles uh, but, again, it depends on what uh, what route one would take. If you're going through downtown, it might take a little longer to get to New York. But, the you know, okay, do it, doing a quick search, it it is a 790-mile trip. Okay, so let's say it's 800 miles. Okay. And according to Google, it takes 12 hours if you want to drive that. So that's six hours shorter. I guess Sally just wanted to have six more hours of quality time with Harry.
1: And her, her car could be a bit
0: slower. Could be. <laughs> no, but also it's possible that, that, I mean, obviously speed limits are are higher today than they were back then. Yeah. So that also says something about it. But let's say, okay, it's 800 miles. So she says, okay, let's split it up. Every, you know, uh, 80 miles we'll switch or whatever it is. But the idea is, is you want to switch at intervals where you can also fill up gas to save time well she did you know you stop she for gas go to go that. quickly quickly run to the restroom and then you're back on the road buy a drink buy well, a coffee she, yeah, she mentioned she's got the map
1: of places they could stop to to so she has kind of uh mapped that out
0: literally yeah uh, of course she's, th- she's already it mapped was, it out but but i'm, I'm just saying that I'm, I'm trying to think of whether it makes sense to break up a trip via mileage that's what i'm saying she can find I, the places to stop does. I I agree with you
1: that I feel like it makes more sense to do it by time. But this is the same as she did uh, in yesterday's minute, where she's in in her mind she she's trying to be open to what other people want to do. So she she's mapped out okay, and she she's pitching for her first her first pitches, three hour segments, uh, six six segments et cetera. Right. But in her mind she she doesn't know what Harry wants to. Do, so she's the only other option she can think of is by mileage. I don't right. know; it doesn't make sense to me, but we could do it. So if you want to do it that way, we could do it that way, I guess. She's just trying to be open and and uh, carefree, right? <laughs> or or, or pre- present herself in that way, I guess. Okay. If Harry it's were fair. to say, "I think, I think you're right. We should do it by my," she, they might have a debate on that. <laughs>
0: so, right. Again, this this whole scene is here to show us their personalities. Yes, it you know, and it is a great idea. You know, it shows. I mean, like he's in the back, and she's still pointing to the visor, even though he can't yeah. see it. You know, she's she's completely anal retentive. She, everything has to be set according to a certain way, and, you know, she continues with that no matter what he's doing. And he just doesn't care about anything. You know, he's very uh, apathetic. He does care. He cares about his grapes.
1: Yes. <laughs> <He's trying. Okay. laughs> That's true. Once he's got the grapes, then he'll listen. Correct. But until then, it's all, it's all grapes all the right. time. That is
0: true. <laughs> so he sits back down, and he has a big cluster of grapes uh, in his hand. Yeah. Now, what's really funny is is that you know he just takes the grapes and then looks over at her, starts eating the grapes. Now, this is not the most, uh, I guess you'd say, couth way of of doing it. And while he's doing this, he then offers her a grape. He goes, grape. Yeah, being considerate, being courteous. He's being considerate and courteous. There's no question about that. But but how many people do you know that if a complete stranger is eating something, uh, or let, let's say they're drinking from the, a carton of milk and then they offer you to drink from the carton of milk, the odds are you're going to say no. Uh,
1: I mean, I this isn't a complete stranger, but I do work with a guy who... Uh, g- grapes are one of the few fruit that I do eat, but I'm quite particular with my grapes. It's, it doesn't take much for me to not like them, and so I, I work with a guy who, if he, if I have grapes that I'm not, this is going to sound bad, if they're the wrong color, uh, <laughs> which uh, I, I only eat green grapes or white grapes, and they are, and they have to be the right shade of green. Okay, if they're, that's fair. If they're not the right shade, I can tell they're not going to be good. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, I,
0: yeah. It's, it makes sense in my head.
1: If no, not the right Jay, chef, I, I, still...
0: I completely, I completely agree with you there. I'm, I'm oh, also, yeah. I only eat green grapes, and you know, same thing. I have to see. I will, still, I will still be.
1: try them if they look a bit off. But like that kind of always confirms that they are a bit off. And I will offer them to this guy, and he will take them. If they've been sat in my backpack for a day, he'll still have them. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Because he keeps them in his pocket. He walks around with with with, with grapes? grapes. He calls them. yep. With a, bu- grape in his a bunch of grapes. He put a bunch of grapes in his like sweatshirt or hoodie pocket, and he'll just snack on them over the course of the day. Pocket grapes, he calls them. <laughs> yep. He enjoys his pocket grapes. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, very interesting. But but again, most people forget about Pocket I, yes, Grape most, Man. This is one guy. <laughs> this is
1: pocket, pocket Grape Guy is a is an anomaly.
0: Okay, most So people, when, yeah. next time you're at work, ask him if he would eat grapes, if he saw someone eating from the cluster and then handing them to him. I can <laughs> confirm he would
1: because I've eaten from the cluster and then handed them to him. Uh, you you so. eat grapes from the cluster like that? Uh, I mean, sometimes.
0: Okay. It, See, nice. I, yeah. I, I have to, you know, take them off. I have to I have them in a bowl. You know, that's for okay.
1: me. but yeah. I've never had uh, seeded grapes. Never had grapes. You have to spit the seed out. Correct. Because uh, we have seedless. We've invented seedless grapes. I don't know how. I don't know how they did that. But grateful they did. You, you were going to find out. <laughs> I'm sure. I, as soon as I started saying, I don't know how. Oh, we're going to find out.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So Harry is is chewing the grapes. He offers them to Sally. You know, and she responds, no, I don't eat during meal. I don't eat between meals. Now, the question is, Is this? do you think this is the truth? Or do you think that she's saying this because she is disgusted by the fact that he has just eaten from a cluster of grapes and is offering them to her?
1: Because... I think this is a, a little from column A, a little from column B. I think it is true. But if it, even if it were not true, she would say it anyway. <laughs> but yeah. I, I feel like this is a very <laughs> Sally thing to not eat between meals. Although I would, I would say that eating grapes would not cons- constitute as eating between meals. Um, they're not filling.
0: Uh, it depends how many you have?
1: I, I I've never been full from eating grapes, and I've had like fistfuls before.
0: I have, I have, I've eaten whole baskets of of grapes, but uh, you know. it's not a competition. No, it wasn't. I'm just saying. I know you're <laughs> saying you're saying that you've never been full from them, and I say that I have. That's the only difference. It's not a competition. Okay. I'm bringing another opinion. (laughs) It is possible to get full from eating grapes. How's that? Okay. Okay. (laughs) And as Harry's chewing, you know, he turns to the side and just bits the grape out. Yep. Not Not realizing that the window is rolled up. The most ridiculous
1: thing in the entire film. To I, not realize that a car window you're sat next to is closed. Yes. In a car where all the windows are closed. Maybe the air conditioner's on. I don't know. <laughs> Even still, there is a huge difference between air conditioning. That con- have con- to be on full power. Yes. Coming from every direct. No. Yes. This is a, a, a nonsense take. Correct. To think that that window is open.
0: Okay. And <laughs> then he looks at her, <laughs> realizing his little full power here, and he goes, i rolled roll down the window. Yeah, I like. <laughs> it's,
1: a it's a great it's line. it's a great line. is is that yeah. that beat where he looks at the 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 seed on the window, yeah, and then turns. Out, yeah, that's that's why you have Billy Crystal in the film.
0: Yes, yes. So a... But then he like rolls down the window and continues to eat the grapes. Now, he wh- doesn't wipe should... the seed off though. It's still exactly there. Didn't, <laughs> shouldn't he have wiped it off? Shouldn't he have said Do you have a tissue? Do you have a wipe?
1: Something because now it's it's either sat on on the side of the door. Or it's gone down into the window mechanism. Correct. And when he rolls back up again, it's gonna smear. No, it rolls
0: down it rolls down into the into the, the window Ugh. mechanism. It's not it's not stuck on the top there. It's part of the car. Man, man. How does he do? That's not coming out. Yes. Sally will always remember Harry. <laughs> he's the guy who spat his grape out. Actually, he's gonna give her more reasons to to to, to, to be reminded of her of him. Over the next uh, few years. I don't weeks. think
1: uh, by the end of the film she'll ever forget this guy. Uh,
0: by the end of the film, probably not. Probably not. And then he just continues eating the grapes. Again, doesn't really care. But the two of them have absolutely nothing to say to one another. Yep. And that's the end you of know. the film. That's the... Well, it's not the end of the yeah, film. Because like, Harry it's and the Met Sally. The and, think, uh, okay. and that's it. Okay, so in other words, Jay is happy that he got the scenes where Harry met yeah, well, Sally. What's the whole film now? <laughs> uh, there you go. Yes. So, Jay, what do you know about seedless fruit?
1: Uh, I I, I don't eat it. Oh, sorry, I only eat seedless. I don't know what. Yeah. You only eat yeah. seedless fruit. What are you talking about? I eat very <laughs> little fruit, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I know. So do I. That's I should fine. have scurvy by now. It's a miracle I don't.
0: Maybe I do. <laughs> So, seedless fruit is a fruit developed to possess no mature seeds. Okay, it's generally easier and more convenient, and they are considered more commercially valuable because of that. You know, because people just don't want to have to spit out the the seeds, you know, onto the window of someone else's car. Agreed. <laughs> Which, again, spitting seeds out the window into traffic is disgusting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you know what other types of fruits are, are made that are that are uh, seedless besides grapes? bananas? I've never seen a banana oh, with think... seeds in it. Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase that question. What types of fruits that usually have seeds are known for being seedless? Also? I,
1: I don't think I've ever come across any. Okay, uh, watermelon. Uh, I didn't know they made them seedless. I also hate
0: watermelon. So, uh, so... okay. Um, tomatoes or tomatoes, as you probably call them. Okay. okay. Uh, sweet peppers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically what they, they do, there are two ways of developing uh, seedless fruit. Okay. Either they develop the fruit uh, without fertilization or poll- pollination triggers that would, uh, create the, the, the seeds in the fruit development. Um, and so the t- the way that they basically have engineered them is in a way that that uh, you know when they, they've changed the the way that the chromosomes are in these particular fruit, so that when they're growing, they just don't have seeds in them. Okay. okay there's a whole bunch of scientific uh, mumbo jumbo here that uh, you know I'm not <laughs> going to go through, but uh, you know, let's go through the about, the, uh, the GATC DNA like sequencing that. of it all. Exactly. <laughs> this is how you do it. Yeah. So basically, they, they they there are you know the they the use grafting and uh, you know hey even bananas are mentioned here. There you go. But not not being super. this season.
1: one's. <laughs> <laughs> you have a big
0: pit and running through like a. Uh, it's very possible. You see, apparently you used something that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. So bananas are used by grafting them. But uh, it doesn't mention here about them being seedless. Well, they are seedless. it doesn't mention the fact that bananas have seeds. <laughs> right. So basically, the the biggest disadvantage of having uh, seedless crops is that there is a significant reduction in the amount of genetic diversity in the species. They're pretty much uh, identical clones. Um, so if there are pests or diseases that affect uh, one kind of... of, of uh, these plants, it's going to affect all of them. The clones. Right. Um, here again, I mentioned, mentioned bananas again. The bananas are cloned from a single source, the Cavendish cultivar. See, hey, even Cavendish hmm. is, is somehow screwed up bananas. Yeah, not just not just screwing up these things. <laughs> Everything's visible. They used to be straight. Yes, when Cavendish and Cavendish came along. That's right. And uh, apparently, the the, the Cavendish uh, bananas have uh, some sort of fungal disease that they're highly susceptible to. So, therefore, all of these uh, bananas that have been created from the Cavendish way are now in trouble of getting this fungal disease. So, yeah, Cavendish, there you go. See, who would have thought that after four seasons we would be back to talking about Cavendish? Yeah. Even Cavendish wouldn't have expected that. Oh, he always knows. That's true. That's true. Well, remember we 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 know he's a time traveler, so it's possible that that he did get into uh, something here. You know, Tom didn't want us to talk about that, but you know, he's he's not in, he's not here now, <laughs> so we can talk about time traveling, Cavendish, <laughs> about
1: changing the way changing. He the gave Harry these seed, these seeded grapes to annoy Sally
0: just before he got in. The there car. you go. There you go. Don't. <laughs> Exactly, and that's pretty much how this 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 minute ends. With uh, you know, they're they're just driving off in silence. And tomorrow, tomorrow we'll get a little bit more dialogue about that. Who knows? So, Jay, you have anything else you want to say before we get into the the script? Uh,
1: no, I didn't have a lot of notes for this 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 minute. Uh, we talked about grapes. Okay. okay. Yes, we did, and bananas <laughs> and Cavendish. I didn't have notes on Cavendish.
0: I was surprised by that. No, did I? No, did I? It just came up. There you go. Or I did have notes about it, but I wasn't expecting it. So the script, a few little uh, minor things. Yesterday, obviously, I I jumped the ball and started saying the sorry that was in the script. The sorry is in the script today, not yesterday. So sorry, that sorry was not in yesterday's uh, script. And then it says, as the car heads towards whichever highway is relevant... City traffic. Valley driving. Harry in the passenger seat. I love the description. (laughs) Whichever
1: highway. They don't care
0: where they're driving. As they drive to a road, I guess. They had vaguely normal. Exactly. Yes. Now, the the whole grape scene actually does happen uh, in the script. You know, he has his whole, I'll roll down the window. This wasn't anything that was ad-libbed or anything like that, which would be great if this was all ad-libbed. You know, if that if Bill Crystal just said, you know what, I'm just going to eat grapes. He didn't tell, tell Meg Ryan before and just
1: show uh, every decision he made throughout like the entire film. He didn't tell anyone before. Because <laughs> everything Harry did. The,
0: there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. We do know that. Right. And that's pretty much what we got from the script. Not, not much uh, to talk about here on the script. Every Friday, we have a segment called Weekend Romance, where my guests will give their top five uh, rom-coms. So Jacob, what have you
1: got first? So I, I I'm always honored to be your first guest for these kind of things. And so I, I always kind of stick to the book, stick to the script kind of thing for uh for these lists. But uh, whereas And then you hear and then you hear other people, other people <laughs> down the line. Like, uh, what are your top five uh, uh films that Die Hard inspired? Well, mine all came out before Die Hard came out. <laughs> but,
0: okay. <laughs> That was Jim. <laughs> that was, was only was, Jim. I love Jim a
1: bit, but it wasn't just him. <laughs> Other people have done it too.
0: Just wait, just wait. In, uh, you you haven't heard it yet, but in I think two weeks, there's someone who doesn't even talk about any. Um, she she talks she talks about one movie with Alan Rickman and says the five scenes that she loves in that movie. Okay, fine. Uh,
1: <laughs> it better
0: be... So, yes, you know, I have to
1: be flexible. You Every guest brings their own uh, uh, energy to it. So, for, for rom coms, yes. I have a, my top five kind of traditional rom coms. This isn't my genre. Uh, but I also have my top five non traditional rom coms, uh, which are okay. the ones that have like a romantic comedy element to them, but you wouldn't say, like, that's a rom com. Are those all Pixar None films?
0: Of them are Pixar. No Pixar films. I'm surprised you didn't do like your your top five, you know, Muppet rom coms or the top five Pixar rom coms.
1: Uh, there are no animated films on either list, but I didn't. Then I did do an amalgamated list, so I've got like my top, be eleven, rom coms that have some kind of rom com element. So this is up to you. Which list do you want? Do you want the traditional the non-traditional or the merged together? Jay, it's it, the floor is yours. Fine. In which case, I, I will I will do my I'll do the non-traditional as honour mention, but I'll do my my top five traditional rom coms. Because I feel like that's more what you're after here.
0: It doesn't matter because you're you you're compiling yeah. it
1: to a list at the end of the series. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. so in other words, you don't want five movies that get one exactly. vote each. Although
1: some it. of these yeah. will probably only okay. get one vote and that'll be from me. Uh so my number five <laughs> is, is four weddings and a funeral. Uh I I enjoy most of Richard Curtis's films. Uh Four Weddings and a Funeral. I'm not I don't love Andy McDowell. Uh but she she's kind of the, the weak link here. She she fits she fits yeah. the film, but I like it for everything else going on in Boardings of Funeral*. And number four is uh, *Crazy Stupid Love*, uh, which almost was a, a, okay. a non-traditional one, but there's a, there's enough of Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone going on there that makes it a so rom-com. But all, all of the Steve yeah. Cro- the scene at the end with the the ma- most of the male characters all kind of showing up and fighting each other uh, is a scene that I really enjoy. Uh, but I, my one punch I want to have is Steve Carell's kid in that should also jump in and start fighting as well. That doesn't happen. I feel like it should have happened. <laughs> it annoys me every time that it doesn't happen, but I feel like it should have done. Uh, well, number three, no one else is going to pick this in in the entire world. Number three is Romance and Cigarettes, uh, which is a, a musical. It's a jukebox musical. Not a lot of comedy in it. It stars uh, uh, James Gandolfini as uh, a guy who's kind of obsessed with uh, Kate Winslet. Uh, but is married to a Susan Sarandon, um, tries to kill himself with <laughs> eating a bottle of licorice. Uh, but it's a, a musical that it features Christopher Walken singing Tom Jones's Delilah uh, in a fantastic sequence that is burned into my soul. And uh, everyone should just go on YouTube and, and find uh, Christopher Walken romance to Delilah, Delilah. Uh, do that. It's great. Uh well, number two is a Christmas film. It's Love Actually. I love Love Actually, another Richard Curtis film. Uh, it's uh, not the most well loved of Christmas films, not the most well loved rom-coms I guess, but it has its fans and I am one of them, it's got a lot of uh, great actors I love, Alan Rickman's in there of course uh, this is the second time this has appeared in one of my top five lists, I'm sure on one of your shows <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I really like that actually and my number one is my third Richard Curtis film of the list, it's About Time About Time does not get enough recognition I think as being a, a wonderful rom-com uh, which it has the, that time travel element. I love time travel films, but even without that, it's still. I gotta rewatch that one of these days. It's still just a delightful romantic film uh, uh, starring Donald Gleason and, and Rachel McAdams. Uh, delightful supporting cast. Bill Nye is in there as as uh, Donald's dad. Uh, beautiful house in Cornwall that they live in. Uh, this is just one of those films that me and my wife really enjoy is about time. And uh, For my, my non-traditional rom-coms, I'll just rattle through these. I actually had six. Number six is The Princess Bride. We've talked about that already. Uh, five is Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is number four. Stranger Than Fiction is number three. That could be kind of traditional, because there is a lot of romance between Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, but it's also more about this guy finds his, his life is being narrated by <laughs> and And yeah. uh, Number two, Groundhog Day, and number one, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, my kind of top six non non-traditional. You would call Shaun of the Dead a rom-com? It was It was advertised <laughs> as a zom rom com, a zombie rom romantic comedy. So <laughs> okay. it, it's not what I immediately thought of. It was only a couple of days ago that I realized, oh yeah, Shaun sure, of the Dead fits in this list as well. And so I had five and I just checked that one at the top of the list. Uh, so yeah, so those are my those okay. rom coms.
0: That's very fair. Thank you very much. And for yeah, sure. well, Harry Potter did not and... have on the list, but I still really like it. I understand I, I'm assuming that it might not, you know, appear on everyone's list. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch uh, of, it's, it's bunch not of... it's not like die Hard, where it's going to appear on it's everyone's list. I'm yeah. like there's
1: a bunch of classic ones like The Apartment. Uh it happened one night that I just I've only seen them once. I don't feel right about putting them on my list. And I don't that's entirely uh, on me. I but... should see them more. But there's too
0: many films. There you go. Especially the apartment. The apartment is yeah. amazing. I love that movie. I'm, I'm sure I would too. Um. <laughs> I saw it once like ten years ago, I don't know. So find time to see it All right, I'm doing that one next. That's next season. There you oh, go. There. <laughs> maybe. I'll... Jay, why don't you watch it for next season, and maybe I'll get there. You know, we'll how's see, that? We'll see. <laughs> no, it's great. I, I love the movie. Um, all right, so for the final time this week, do you want to let people know how they can get in touch with Jay Cluitt, the only Jay Cluitt in, in the world? The entire world. So, yes, if you just Google. Actually, it's very simple. Yeah, just Google, just Google either Jay
1: Cluitt or Jason Cluitt <laughs> and you'll find some posts I wrote on our origami site years ago. Uh, but, yeah, um, so you can find me, I host Con Air, the podcast where myself and my co host Mark Hoffman I go through Con Air scene by scene, chapter by chapter. Uh, we did the same thing with Deep Blue Sea, the podcast, which we finished that trilogy now. We're now going through Deep Blue Sea adjacent films, which are films related to Deep Blue Sea in some way. Uh, I host Lamperty over on the Lamcast, the Large association of movie vlogs uh, podcast. Life vs. Film on my personal site. And I'm going to plug the next project we're going to be working on. It's not out yet at the time of this is release, but it should be out sometime later this year. Uh, after we finish Con Air, we'll probably have a little break and then we'll do film that is has a comparison to What Harry Met Sally, and that there is a song sung from the same musical in both films.
0: Mm, well, why don't you just watch out for this flying
1: candles? Indeed, because Twister, the podcast, will be coming your way soon, where we will be looking at Twister scene by scene. Fewer than four, we have, we covered Conair Air in 40 chapters. That's too many, it turns out. In hindsight, too many. So Twister will have significantly fewer than 40 chapters, but we will still be doing it scene by scene. So look out for twists of the podcast everywhere you find good and bad podcasts on the internet.
0: All right. Great. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review and subscribe on any podcast you might be using within the show. Finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for move around minute. You can find me on my website, move You can find me on Twitter and you can find me on facebook so jay thank you very much uh once again for uh for joining me for the inaugural week of yet another season hopefully you you won't get too bored of doing this with
1: i me. i am uh thrilled and honored to be your first guest every time and your final guest most times and i'm um, always so, yes, far. so far so far so far <laughs> always happy for that to be the case and i think this is a, a fantastic film to pick to do it this is a uh i'm looking forward to listening to you and your guests talk about this this great film
0: Alright, and hopefully you'll be back for season four. I hope too. so too. <laughs> and then we can talk about uh, naked chai, tai chi like you like like you've been waiting to do for from us. I will continue to wait. I look forward to it. Okay.
1: I'll continue to practice. Excellent.
0: All right, well <laughs> until Monday I'll have what she's having. Oh have what she's having. Yes, gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still, it
1: had to be you, wonderful you,
0: had to be you.